Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How's things, mate? Man, I'm fantastic. I'm I'm talking to you across NBN. It's here. It's made it to the Cody household. Oh, welcome to the future. Yeah. I've been here for a month or so. It's all right, isn't it? Well, I didn't really choose it. It was more just a letter from my service provider saying, hey, the internet you've got, fuck you. We changed the cables in your street. Yeah. And now you have to go to NBN. And um, they sent all the stuff out and I hooked it up. It didn't work. Um, and, you know, I'm... F- Fairly competent when it comes to tech stuff. Mm. So I got to go into a store and then speak to someone on a phone and then have a cunt come out and have a look at my house. Sick. I thought you were going to pop the covers off the Patelstra thing out on the footpath and jump in there. (laughs) And I should have given it a go. Turns out, though, I was correct from the start and uh, the technician and I had a good laugh that the people in the actual store and on the phone know fuck all. So Great. I, I wasn't laughing. Took me fucking months of, of trying to get it done. Nightmare. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to go on, but I've pretty much <laughs> pretty much racked off every company. Yeah. I'm getting through them all throughout the course of my life where I just can't go back to certain ones and that's it. I'm telling you, you're gonna end up end up on a MaySim for your mobile and fucking uh, one tell or something for your phone. you you've got, gone through everything else. Ideally I would end up with fucking nothing. Yeah. Like just nothing. I'd just have to come to your house and do this. And talk. Every now and then and just have no phone, nothing. That'd be fucking superb. Anyway. You reckon it's doable? No. I mean, not for, not at my current state, but like you're older, bloke. Like if you're a comic, for example, it's difficult to get work without phones and stuff. But once you're in a position to go, nah, just send me a letter once a week with what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. That'd be all right. Or could you swap to a. A mobile like a thirty-three ten. Mm, absolutely, yeah. Once you're rich, I mean, if you're once you're rich, if you if if you're in a position where you're going well, you can just say to your manager, "Fucking sort shit out, mate. Give me a call once a week." Yeah, I'll be there. At, yeah, at, I guess at a certain income level, you probably become kooky, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what people talk about. You just do shit like that. Yeah. Well. Like, not many people know much more than one equation of Einstein's, but a lot of us know that he wore the same fucking clothes every day and he stunk. Yep. It's like that. Love that shit. Who cares? 
And then other people go, you know what? I'm going to stink. I'm going to wear the same clothes. I'll probably be a genius. Doesn't work the same way. Nah. You can't reverse that up. <laughs> There's a guy near the train station near my place. He's having a red hot go at becoming the next Einstein. Oh, yeah. It's not working. No. <laughs> Got all the important stuff done. Yeah. I reckon he's doing a lot of scientific experiments involving cold and flu tablets and a couple of old Coca-Cola bottles with mixing agents in there. He's having a crack, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Great. Good on him. I mean, you know, people look down at the homeless, but they bloody, they're bloody they giving it a go, you know? Fuck yeah. They're just, um, I saw one with a tap machine with a, uh, like a fucking square tap. Oh, sick. What were they selling? Joining the times. What were they selling? Yeah. Just, you know, shards of guilt. Yeah. You buy one? <laughs> I hardly deal in cash, generally. Doesn't work on you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, by the way, you were talking before about the uh, you getting annoyed at all the telcos. Good mate of mine, Benny, ultimate phone salesman. As in, on on the phone, he's done down the like he's done cold call sales. He did it for years, Jesus. and he's a fucking he's a savage. Mm. I think you've met him before. Yeah, I met him. Top bloke, just ruthless. Right? He got a call from his gas company saying, "Hey, um, sorry, we've read your meter the wrong way for the last year, mm. and so your next bill instead of one hundred and fifty dollars is going to be eighteen hundred dollars." And he said, no, it's fucking not. And the guy said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, before you go on any further, I'm better at your job than you are. So get your best cunt to give me a call because I'm not, I'll run over you. So stopped. It's <laughs> great. Said he's had a few have a go at him now. It's been quite nice. Oh, good start. We'll just cut it off. He's finding it quite fun. No, 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 because they know they can't cut it off because it's their mistake. Yeah. He just refuses to pay this bill. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's asking each week. It's like, no, 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 I'll beat you. Get get someone better at your job to give me a call back, have a go. Yeah. You know? I do like stories like this, awesome. David and Goliath stories. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's nice to hear someone getting one up. My mate Fuck sent yeah. uh, sent a bill to a telco for all the time it took for him to go through his files and find all the information they got. Great. And he told them and he recorded it. And he said, look, I'm recording this just so you know. So I have to find this. I charge myself out at $60 an hour. And it's probably going to take me two hours to do this. So I'm going to send you a bill for 120. Make sure you pay it. Did it. Ended up getting it. Did he? A lot of fighting. A lot of fighting. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I think it's in those situations where the, the big companies just love someone having a crack back. You reckon they do? I think so. I reckon they love compliance and just the rollover attitude that most of us have and the I can't be fuck spending all day on the phone sorting this out. I've got shit to do. I'll just pay it. Yeah, of course. That's like a bully, any bully. But I also think a bully respects somebody just punching them in the head. Yeah, no, nah, he's all right. Yeah. He had to go back. I punched, we respect that. I punched a bully in the head once. Didn't didn't work out like that at all. I didn't get my hair ruffled. Yeah, not all bullies. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get a good on you. Well, you did, just with a shoe. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we better crack on, mate. We're, uh, we're into episode 44, if you can believe it. Wow. We're there. Um, if you can... I don't know if you can do this. If you can cast your mind back to 30th of July, 2014. Ooh, just. What are we on? Oh, we're looking at Thompson Air, flight TOM297. Oh. Make it a charge to be the best pound-for-pound airline for fuckwits, isn't it? Thompson Air. <laughs> Unbelievable. Red hot go. Oh, there's heaps. This is the, the winky face emoji airline. Yeah. <laughs> we spoke about the other week. Yeah, we're talking. Uh, winky smiley face. T-O-M-297, Tom297 from Enfida, 
Tunisia to Edinburgh. So Tunisia. Tunisia wow, yeah. they, this is their first run. Yeah. Enfida is a um Enfida is a gateway town in Tunisia and a hotspot for archaeology buffs such as drunken sweaty socks. They uh they flock to sites such as the nearby Berber village of Takaruna or El Gem, an hour and a quarter away, third century amphitheatre, every bit as good as the Colosseum. Oh, wow. Underrated. And it's still in use, unlike the Colosseum. Wow. Um, the Colosseum, sometimes, I'm being unfair, the Pope will do the Stations of the Cross and Catholic meditation, etc. El Gem has actual symphonies performed there. Looks fucking sick. Awesome. Good shit. So that's probably what all those Scottish are there for. Man, years ago, doing a road trip around the States with an American mate of mine, he made a point driving down the coast from Portland, Oregon to San Fran. I think we were doing a drive. He pulled over somewhere in Oregon on the beach, pointed out this rock formation in the water. It was fucking unbelievable. And he said, hey, Cody, do you know what that's called? And I said, nah, what's it called? And he said, nothing. We wouldn't waste our time naming something as shit as that. Why does everybody make a big deal about the 12 apostles? Yeah. <laughs> he was so annoyed. <laughs> he was so annoyed when he came to Australia and we went to the 12 apostles. He's like, fuck that. Yeah. Jesus, man, I've come this far and driven for another four hours. This sucks. Yeah, for sure. They're dropping like flies, aren't they, the apostles? Oh, I thought you meant Seppos. They're also doing the same. Well, yeah, they are for sure. Yeah. It's 9-11 every day over there. Yeah. I feel quite nostalgic. Um, <laughs> but the... No, the 12 apostles. What are they down to? They're still 12? I don't know. They're, they're breaking apart. Yeah. Maybe 10? Yeah. Nine? Yeah. 10? I wonder which ones they knocked off. Who would Jesus get rid of first? Um, Not that impressive, 12 apostles. I don't know. I've, I've only seen them once and I, I wasn't blown away. A lot of cool shit at Australian beaches. We've got the best beaches in the world, yeah. hands down. Yeah. Um, anywhere else, I don't know if you've been overseas and somebody's forced you to go to the beach. Waste of time. Oh, done it. Done it all over the joint. Yeah. There we go. It's the best beach in the country. Yeah, is it? Because my feet are sore. There's all these cracked up <laughs> shells and shit all over the joint. What's happened? Yeah. Grind it up, you fucking lazy bastards. Yeah. Here's some stones. What? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> Yuck. So um, we're in Infita, right, there's, there's one such Scottish woman, a drunk, funnily enough. She was uh, soaking up the culture, climbing up and down the stairs of the well-preserved Roman ruins. Not only drunk but with one leg, right? if you can believe it. Um, Amputee is our main protagonist today. Jane Doe, couldn't get a name. Um, But there have been like many famous amputees throughout the modern ages. There's artist Frida Kahlo, singer Ella Fitzgerald, comedian Toti Fields, or as you would say, female comedian. I just called them comedians, mate. Um, Fuck up. And, (laughs) of course, the guy who shot his missus in the toilet, which is definitely the worst thing to have ever happened in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And now Jane Doe from Tom297. What about Adam Hills? What about him? Is he not? He's missing a foot, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen him jump. I don't, I don't know the guy. I've seen him jumping. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. He's all right. Old mate South African. He, he runs pretty quick. Yeah, he does. I don't know that he would anymore. On those blades. Just around just four metres at a time. How far he runs. Fucking wicked, wicked <laughs> weapon. Um, Four metres at a time. Is he just doing laps in the cell like that old bloke in the UK raising money for the NHS? Oh, someone doing that out of the goodness of their heart. Oh, that was fucking last year. There was that old, he must be, he turned 100 last year. Yeah. So, um, fuck, what's his name? Tom something. 
Just some old English bloke doing laps of his backyard, raising money for the NHS. Oh, right. Yeah, I, would, I thought you meant prison cell, and I would have been no. quite impressed by that. Is there, Who's the oldest prisoner? Fuck. I don't know, man. I don't know. Got to be. It would have to be up there with the oldest flight attendant. We found, who was it? She was 70-odd? Yeah. I, the Delta Rare. Prisoners, yeah. prisoners live longer than flight attendants, I would think. Easier life. Yeah. Yeah. Better food and prison's not as bad on the body, I don't think, as flying every day. Yeah, no good. And you don't have to deal with the public in prison, just the worst ones. And most of the time you're kept away from them on purpose. Yeah. Pretty good. If, you, if you're in prison, do you reckon you'd prefer, like if you're in there for a year, like mm. uh, what is it, solitary or gen pop? Oh, gen pop? Yeah. Surely that'd be, Yeah. Mm. I know you, you'd pick solitary. I'd pick solitary, but only maybe a year or two. Beyond that, you'd go crazy. You wouldn't mind yeah. just a couple of years off, just sleep. <laughs> but they don't, I, think a, I think a year by yourself, you'd go mental, mate. They don't, they don't give you books and stuff, do they? You don't have books or anything? No. I don't think so in solitary. I think that's the point. Oh, You've been okay. naughty. In that case, there's a problem. Yeah. Um, anyway, this, this particular uni ped, has, uh, she's obviously wanted to get rid of her remaining Tunisian dinar at Enfida Hammamet International Airport. So by mine, she's clearly done this at either the Greenport, which is a relaxed place to guest with gastropub concept, or my personal choice, Belvedere, located handily next to Gate 13B, right across from the prayer area. Wow. And I can't speak for the devout, but I know if I were kneeling on a mat and bobbing my head up and down, had a choice of what to place between myself and Mecca, Top of the list, drunk one-legged Scott, right up there. <laughs> really test your faith, wouldn't it? Oh, yes. Um, but she, she started early, obviously, like back in Scotland, she started drinking. By the way, I saw a bloke uh, took my son to the park the other day and there was a guy in the car park with some bloke doing a prayer. It was about, I don't know, 5.30 in the afternoon. But, uh, of course, Melbourne, weather turns quickly. It was quite sunny mm. and halfway through it just started pissing down. Yeah. And he did do a he did do a look up, like for fuck, come on. Oh, really? And then he went through with the rest of it, but there was a ah. Uh, I would have moved a. I would have moved undercover, and I known this was coming. Well, he sh- how did he not know it's coming? He must have prayed for it. Maybe it worked. Yeah, maybe that's what he was after. Yeah, good on him. I um, I didn't think to ask. <laughs> you wouldn't. There was a. She's this woman, right? She's forty-eight year old, unemployed from Edinburgh. So forty-eight mm-hmm. from Edinburgh had been. <laughs> Involved in an argument at the resort, yeah. which escalated on the bus to the airport. And then she's brought the bad blood onto the plane with her classic grudge story. Um, witness John Smith, if that's his real fucking name, from Falkirk. I was going to say, there's a good chance she was actually Jane Doe. Yeah, could could easily be. Yeah. You don't know. John Smith, I've got his credit card details from a visa ad. Oh, yeah. Sucked in John Smith. Been buying heaps of shit on eBay. I'm still rocking John Citizen, John C. Citizen. <laughs> um, John Smith from Falkirk. He said, and I couldn't find him, obviously. Interpol couldn't find fucking John Smith from Falkirk. We're, we're coming back from Tunisia when this lady kicked off. She was off her face on drink. Yeah. And he says, a woman who was in the same hotel as her told me that she had kicked off on the bus transfer from hotel to airport. The bus driver even threatened to put her off the bus. So he's onto it, and she's she's been badly behaved before she got on the plane. The last time I was on a shuttle bus between a com and an airport, like not comedy related, my dad and I in the US in, mm. I reckon, 2000, 
13, we looked up cabs from where we were in LA to the airport and it was about 80 bucks and there was a shuttle bus that was 30 yep. for the both of us. So it ended up being 60 bucks or whatever. And we thought, you know what, save 20 bucks, have a beer at the airport. Why not? Yeah. It made so many stops that I'm on the Scottish woman's side. Yeah. We're fucking furious. The amount of time spent. When you're in that sort of mood, though, you're just going to take it out on another passenger or what? Oh, you can't in the US. You don't know who's got guns. Tunisia might be a different story. I know. These people would be primarily Scottish too. Oh, yeah. I dare say they'll just sat down and made her stand up or something. We don't know. <laughs> don't know what's happened. Like Treating her like she's pregnant, not one-legged. Um, she's she's on the plane, right? She's, you know, she's just it, – there's not a lot of information about why she did this, but she th- started throwing food at the star. Fuck. And then – she whipped the leg off and started hitting them with her leg. Why not? Yeah, pretty good. Use what you got. Yeah, but also not the not the smartest move because then you're just balanced on one point. Well, gets better because they took it off her and put it in the overhead locker. Right. And she started kicking them with her good leg. Wow. So how's that work? Like a kangaroo that bounce off the ground and a big kick forward. Yeah, but then how do you land? Like if you're jumping up to kick someone, you're going to land badly. No, I was going to say you could probably – a fit and healthy person would be able to jump, kick, land back on their foot, but you did say 48-year-old Scottish woman. Yeah. So, Well, I mean, it is close quarters. You can just hold on to two chairs, pull yourself up with your arms. Yeah, do like a dip. Yeah. <laughs> dip kick. Um, <laughs> while she was at it, for good measure, she slapped a young girl in the next seat. That young girl, obviously, looked at the nutcase, didn't know the protocol, in the same way that you know how to avoid contact with a street lunatic. Hmm. A skill you learn after one altercation with a piss stinky ranter next to a post box. Youth, they don't have that filter. They just stare away. Yeah, that's the problem. They're looking at too much shit on their phones. Can't get punched through your phone. Yeah. Um, I think we've spoken about this before. Our wives have no uh, no ability to spot true lunatics out in the street or care. Oh, I'm always on the lookout. Yeah, for sure. That's all I do as soon as I leave the house. I've got my Terminator vision on. Yeah. Just looking for anything that stands out. A few too many buttons undone in the middle of his shirt. That's an issue. Oh, you need to, but you need to sort of avoid eye contact with him when it happens. It's anything, anything unusual. We're trained fairly early in life to just shut up and look down. I remember this when I was little. It's like, holy shit, look at that. It's like, don't look, keep your voice down. What are you, like, what are you fucking talking about, mum? That guy's got hands growing off his elbows. That's insane. <laughs> Everyone, look. And you're just mad for it. But you learn soon on. Not to do that. Yeah. I remember my mum was telling me a story, right, when she was at Woolies when we were little as like, you know, toddlers of various ages, three of us in a trolley. Fuck. And um, my oldest brother was standing in the front of the trolley, obviously. Yeah. And she gets to the counter and there's like a, there's a, a black African man at the counter in front of her in Brisbane. Yeah. In the 70s. So not a lot to see there, like very few black people in Brisbane. I was just there in 2020. And it's still the same. Yeah. I don't want to alert your mum. Yeah, right. <laughs> Even this. And he's like, <laughs> he's standing in the front just giving this guy a massive stare from a foot away. Just yeah. couldn't stop staring. She's just sitting there thinking, oh, just don't say something. Don't say anything. Don't say it. And he's like three years old. And then he turns around and goes, hey, mum, I know what that man is. He's a camel. A camel? Yeah. Wow. And she just had to deal with that. So, you know, sorry, mate. He's um, he's. Never seen you, someone like you before, so that's where we're at. That's what he's put together. That's what he's pieced together from the whole thing. Well, the little kids' books back in the 70s, I've, I've still got some. They're all, you know, they're all those very, very much colonial sort of books. 
yeah. uh, for kids, like the horses and there's, you know, there's cops getting all the kids in them, yeah. like cartoon kids back then. They all just look like balding men, yeah. but they were 10 years old. <laughs> you know, it's wartime shit. Yeah. And they're all, yeah, he's not 10. Yeah. He looks 50. But that's how they were. They just knew stuff. Yeah. But they didn't know this. So anyway. I do want, I do wonder sometimes with my son, because the children's books he's reading, are either by comedians looking for a quick cash grab. Oh, We've yeah. We've spoken about this many there times. Yeah, it is. Yep. And, it, no, and this is you. This year, 2021, <laughs> Luke Hickey's kids' book will be out. But uh, um, it's, either, it's either that or it's making a very specific point that everyone from around the world is pretty much a superhero. What, every single member of the public is a superhero? Everyone is unique and special and great. Everybody, everybody you meet, and no matter what they look like and where they're from, everyone is perfect yeah. always and special. Yeah, everyone's special. Making the word special yeah. defunct, <laughs> but they still say it. I do. Yeah, I, I am counting down though because my son is starting to throw out new words every day. Yeah. He's just, and we'll be just mid conversation, my wife and I, and he'll just pick up on one of the words and throw that back and you go, Oh, all right. We've got to be on top of this. What? Um swear words. No, not not swear words, just any word. He'll just grab one word out of a conversation and repeat it back. You go, don't know why he picked that one, but he's gone with it. And I am wondering, I'm waiting for that first time that he says something embarrassing. Oh yeah. Oh, it's coming. Have your kids dropped any of that? Well, I know. I know your son did when he said, Dad, I want to play unicycle hockey. But, I mean, besides that. Oh, when they're little, yeah, there's the odd <laughs> the odd sort of swearing thing or, you know. Yeah, I, can't, I don't really care. I don't, I don't remember. I just sort of let it, let it fly on the bus. But they, they spoke primarily French up until about five. Oh, good to go. So I didn't have too much to worry about. Um, this uh, Jane Doe, right, our Scottish hero, she, she, was, she was maggot, right, totally maggot. I think you'll find it the same way. That a child can't handle the piss. When you're yeah. missing a limb, I reckon it's a little bit less mass to soak up the grog. It can sneak up on you. Fuck yeah. Like my le- my legs get pissed well before the rest of me, so mm. I'm willing to cut her a bit of slack here. Although, no, no, no. If you've got the fake leg, there's always one that you can rely on. What do you mean? Oh, it'll never, yeah, it's never going to let you down. Well, if but if if your legs are attached to your fucking blood system, yeah. you know, they're, they're going to, you know, they're, uh, their capabilities... They're going to fall apart at the same time. But if one's not attached, it's just a, you know, yeah. you've got a fake leg. That's a bike stand pretty much. Just fucking lean on that bad boy. Well, if it's a wooden leg, you're fine. But if it's articulated, you're still fucked. Put any weight on that, the knee's just going to buckle. Oh, yeah. Fair point. Anyway, um, one thing too, no one drank out of this one. While it was, They put it up in the overhead locker right above her seat, left it up there, tied it to the seat. So yeah, no one was popping a beer in that and having a slug. SAS style. Ryanair would have been a different story. Yeah, <laughs> would have passed it around. There's nothing to suggest this woman is this right, but did you know there's such a thing as transableism? What's that? Fucking pop that into Google, see what happens. First question that comes up in a list of what curious internet consumers ask the most is transabled a mental illness? And uh, well, transableism, of course, is people who identify as disabled. But who are definitely not. Oh, great! So just thumbing you know, Don't even let them have that. I'm getting in on that. Click on the little arrow right. That's got that. You know, on the on the questions is transabled a mental illness is one of the things. Click on that. There's not one word in large font. No way. There's <laughs> there's this. 
Transibility falls directly under the Body Integrity Identity Disorder, BIID, umbrella psychological disorder that manifests in healthy people who have been known to physically harm themselves in order to be deemed disabled. Science is somewhat divided on the issue, is it? Wow. I've never heard of this. Well, I have. Did some reading. Fucking hell. Mad. Some good little videos getting around. Psychological disorder that manifests in healthy people who've been known to physically harm themselves in order to be deemed disabled. Is that somebody that eats themselves into a ride-on scooter? Uh, Is obesity a disability now? Probably. I don't know. Well, there's something else that goes with it. Psychological disorder. I don't know. Used to be a sin. Now it's an act of heroism. Um, that that little arrow thing on the side of the of the Google dickhead questions quite hard to resist for me at times. <laughs> I, I was having a gander at some at some famous one legged people, and the questions were things like, "What to say to someone who's lost a limb?" Mm. You know, and like, "What do you call what do you call a man with no legs?" I clicked on that, expecting to see whatever the fuck you want or something along those lines. But it said, "Oh, a person." It said, "A person, just like any other man." Oh. So it looks like we've all learned something about ourselves today, Nick. Uh, a man or woman. Yeah. <laughs> Women can be disabled too. I'm going to write and complain. Yeah. Um, hey, you'll talk about your um, about Google, the things that you get sucked into. Yeah. I was looking up something for Christmas and uh, I just typed in, can you buy? Oh, and you know yeah. Google fills out the rest based on what you've searched in the past. I don't know what this says about me and the bogan news that we look up together, Heggy, but this is what was filled up. This is These were the options after can you buy. Can you buy cigarettes with a Coles gift card? Sick. Yep. Can you buy CBD oil in Australia? And can you buy cigarettes with zip pay? <laughs> 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 Nothing about fruits and veg. No, yeah. no, just durries, CBD oil, durries. What um I mean considering you don't smoke, that's pretty damning. Yeah. That's amazing. That uh it is all the shit you're looking up, obviously. Yeah. What's the answer? Can you buy darts with a Coles gift card? I didn't want to, I didn't click on it because I don't want Google to send more of that shit that way. Yeah, right. Well this gets better of me because I I need to know now and I don't even want to smoke, but I just need to know if a Coles gift card means you can buy darts. I reckon no. My guess is no. All right, let's I'm going to look it Hold up on. straight after this. Can you buy? <laughs> there it is, top. Uh, I know that's what I was looking for. A car part. You'll love this too, Heggy, because the old uh, the old Subi that I talk about on stage got a crack in the rear tail light. Yep. Chunk of wa- a fair bit of water has gotten in there. My neighbour said they'll fuck you. Yeah. They're going to charge you a grand mm-hmm. to replace that. And they wanted to charge me fifteen hundred. Jesus Christ. For a part for a part that cost five hundred. So I'm trying to buy the part online that I'm going to YouTube and kill myself trying to fix a car. Roll a sticky tape, 50 cents, done. <laughs> I don't know how to get it out. I think I might try and siphon the water out. Yeah, if you got a – well, you need a tiny little thing. There's a big crack. Oh. Uh, the Coles Groceries gift card can be used for the purchase of goods and services, excluding alcohol, tobacco, phone cards. Right. Well. All over it. Fuck. I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. I think those industries are so well protected. You can't just, you know, nothing's free. Um, so, I mean, there, there really is something for everyone though, isn't it? You can just – I just watched some videos of this, people getting around with a with a stick yeah, and a pair of big dark glasses going on blind now when they're not. What do you mean they're not? 
Fucking crazy. Oh, there's people just saying it. This is transableism. Yeah, you identify as disabled. You don't have to harm yourself. Fuck. That's the end game is to lop off a leg or something. Yeah. But this is, I mean, I've, I've in the past contemplated take it off, taking off a little toe to get a wheelie sticker so I can just park where the fuck I want. It's a, it's a feeling the disabled will never experience, having to do blockies looking for a park, repeatedly driving past empty ones that no one's using, but I, I won't park there because I'm a really good guy. <laughs> I had one less little toe, I reckon I'd be all right. I'd never run anymore. I use the uh, I use the parents' parking. That's a new one now. Oh, yeah, that's all right. That's tier two. So tier one park, disabled park, tier two is uh, just a spray-painted pram on there. I'll use that at all times. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. But you got to, like you can legitimately use it, you've got a kid with you, or at least a baby seat in the car. Yeah, you need a baby seat in the car. Because I think that way, even if you don't have a kid with you, you're not at the shops for fun. Who's at the sh- whoever's at the shops for fun is actually mental. They should have their own fucking parking <laughs> and their own shopping centre for that matter. Um, I mean, you know, take off a little toe, I'd probably never run anymore, but I wouldn't need to. The only person in my life who would need to run would be whomever I employ at a reasonable hourly rate to go fetch my stuff when I need it, probably a Filipino. You're a good bloke. That's who you see pushing around fat people. Filipinos. Absolutely. Big hearts. Because they're the nicest people. They are incredibly nice people. So many of my mates growing up in Hoppers, a lot of Filipino mates. Nicest accent. It's always lovely. Even when I heard my mates getting yelled at by their mum, I'm like, nah, you can't be in that much trouble. Yeah. Sounds all fine. And yeah, too too lovely. Oh, it's um, their hearts are too kind, actually. They're, they're just getting imported by the dozens over here to, to help people who, who don't want to do their own shit. Although they do come and help a lot of people who need help as well. I don't want to be fucking unfair. Don't light up the switchboard, Melbourne. Take it easy. Um, but there really is something for everyone, though, isn't there? I mean, did, did you know also, on top of this, there's something such as uh, acrotomophile. What is that? And that's someone who derives sexual pleasure or arousal from having intercourse or fantasizing about an amputee. Wow. Apparently, there's something quite phallic about the stump. Well, doesn't that go against the thing that Google told you before, which is what do you call someone with no legs? A just person. A, just a person, yeah. Yeah. So wouldn't that be counteracted by the – it's like there can't, be a, there can't be a fetish Yeah, because they're the same as everyone else. <laughs> it's their lucky day is what, it, what you call them. You'd hate to use logic in these situations because their points do fall apart pretty quickly. Oh, logic's out. Logic shouldn't exist. Yeah. It's, it's unfair. <laughs> um, that's for, there's something for everyone in there. I think that's, that's Fuck incredible. Yeah. But isn't that good? Isn't that good that there's feeders and people that want to fuck feeders and there's everyone. Someone's looking for someone with a stump. Someone wants someone with no hair. Someone, It's like, great, match up. Use the internet. Find who you want to fuck as long as it's not illegal and, and get, go nuts. Well, yeah, but then there's, there's that dude who used to be in Sydney who used to lie in the piss trough and just want to get pissed on. Yeah, oh, that's, trough man yeah. or trough boy or whatever. Fucking mad. Died. Of course he died. But, like, isn't that great? I've always, I think it's funny to piss on someone. Oh, yeah. I've never been able to do it. But it takes all the fun out when they want it. <laughs> Maybe your wife. Maybe your wife, if you're sharing a big shower, do a sneaky <laughs> piss for a laugh. <laughs> but otherwise, you need trough man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever your opinion is on this, and I, I don't want to impart advice as a common practice. I've always found that to be a bit sanctimonious, not for me. But if you've got 
If you've got small children or you're considering having any, just be cool for a decade or so to them. Damage gets done fucking early from what I've seen. And um, yeah. I don't tell them what you're thinking all the time, for example. Just push the fucking demons down and pretend everything's cool and your kids will have fruitful lives unburdened by afflictions such as this sort of thing. Yeah. I can't see that someone who wants to get pissed on or who wants exclusively to to root stumps yeah. uh, as have having a good time as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like that bloke in uh, your hometown, Brisbane, the other month. Yeah. Um, didn't he... A guy wanted to. He met someone on the internet. The guy flew up from Sydney, and this was in coronavirus times. Yeah, to get his fucking ball cut out. He wanted oh, a testicle right. cut out. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he wanted a testicle cut out in a hostel room. He was a specialist, wasn't he? This guy. Oh, yeah, I, th- I think if you want to cut balls out for sexual pleasure, you become a specialist pretty fast, <laughs> just because nobody else is going for Steep it. Steep learning it's more curve. Scarcity is- <laughs> yeah, you'll be the boss in no time. Dress for the job you want. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a fucking Stanley knife and get stiffies over weird shit? Congrats. Oh, You're a specialist. Christ, that's grim, isn't it? <laughs> well, what happens legally when there's a willing participant and a and an antagonist like that? It's like, well, he wanted me to kill him and eat him. Wasn't there? Wasn't there something like that as well? Yeah, there was definitely a bit of that. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think the guy started to bleed out. They oh, could. He couldn't get stitched up quick enough. Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, it doesn't come out looking like a ping pong ball or whatever they reckon. It's fucking gross. No. <laughs> stuff hanging off it and that's fuck. Oh. You know where he fucked up? You know where you've got to do that? You've got to do that the Monday after the local rugby league season ends and just say, sorry, man, mad Monday. Yeah. Got a bit loose. We all got a bit crazy. And a cops will, yeah, <laughs> ruffle the hair. <laughs> we got in a suit standing behind a lectern just explaining it away. It was a brain snap. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he, he displayed a lack of judgment there, and yeah, uh, it was the, the culture. So, the culture. Did you see there was a great one uh, in the paper the other week about it came out that the lockdown in Melbourne, mm. um, it wasn't illegal. What was the wording they used? Yeah, I saw this in the paper. They the hard lockdown of the nine public housing towers in Melbourne in the middle of last year. Yeah. Um, found the hard lockdown of the 3,000 residents in the nine public housing towers was, and I quote, contrary to law. Oh, okay. Not illegal, just contrary to law, which that's up there with a bit of great. We've got to look after our mates here. Well, I think the the legal system is full of terms exactly like this to get around things later because if you start throwing around that was illegal and they can prove immediately it wasn't, you've got to say, well, it actually wasn't quite illegal, but it was this. It's like when that Dreamworld thing happened, the log ride mm. took on took on a mind of its own, and uh, <laughs> the the ambulance on, on the news, the ambos were saying, "Oh, they had injuries that were not uh, not conducive to life, or something like that." Yeah, that's right. Oh, so that's the that's just management speak. Oh yeah, for people who want to be use big words, don't want to say dead and stuff like that. Um. Anyway, so Jane Day writes, she's also headbutting. So again, use what you have. You've gone number one, fake leg, that gets taken off you. They can't take your head off you. This is turning into that that uh, Monty Python sketch with the knight fucking very fast. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> lopping stuff off. <laughs> she's, she's throwing, well, her arms still work. She's throwing food at the cabin crew as well. Um, before before she got tied up and her leg taken off, she, she demanded cigarettes and a parachute. Wow. 
So never a great combo, according to basic <laughs> science. Unless, I mean, unless there's a serious issue, you're not exiting a commercial plane <laughs> while it's in the air yeah. unless part of it has fallen out. Like you're not deliberately doing that. Um, furthermore, I watched a video of a bloke sucking down a dart while skydiving, a professional. Right. Ashing wherever he wanted, and his ciggy didn't seem to get any smaller the whole time. I don't think it works. I smelled a rat. In fact, like most things now, it's fake news. I don't think it was a real fag at all. I don't think it's possible. So a cigarette and a parachute. What, you can't punch a dart? I don't think so, no. It was like a little Kino pencil painted, and he's just yeah. sucking it, pretending. Uh, there's no bogan Mythbusters? There should be. This would be a great job for a man in a suit in Australia, powder blue, to um, <laughs> bust some of these exact things that we're bringing up. Mate, you know what? That's the. It's like the start of uh, Commando. I said no more job. We need you for one more yeah. job. <laughs> I'll never put on a blue blazer again. <laughs> we need you, Cody, for Bogan Mythbusters. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd get me. All right, you got me. In a fucking, I'll be in a blazer if there's a TV show called Bogan Mythbusters. Oh, I reckon you could do that. I reckon TV is so fucking desperate for anything that's cheap, as you know you've been involved in in the past, and just take it. They'll take it. Hundred percent. Do it. Yeah. Do the job. I'll do the research. Panel shows and countdown shows. Yeah, that's it. That's all they've got. Remember what happened last time, Heggy, when I got you in? I remember exactly what happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just a head of Channel 9 shaking his head at your I know. description of Shane Warne. Well, it was more. He's a large-handed plastic surgery enthusiast. Yeah, they didn't like that because mm. they love Warney. But they also, like, yeah, they didn't really like anything I did. I think they were quite perplexed as to why the fuck I was there. Yeah. It's a good gesture on your behalf, getting me a day's work. It uh, wasn't back for the second day. You can tell uh, You can tell none of them have grown up in the western suburbs where it's like, I'll fucking get my mate in here. Oh, That's yeah. stock standard. That's any mate that starts a new job. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a mate that'd be great at this. Yeah. Get him a few shifts. <laughs> Your mate's fucked. Sorry, man. I didn't know. Yeah, I knew you cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have to go and apologize <laughs> for me the next day? Oh, fuck no. Go and go, look, sorry about that. He's, um, yeah. He was referring to that MasterChef guy as the fat one with the cravat. And uh, <laughs> that's not what we're having. That's not what we're about here. So good thing we sacked him, everyone. Um, the, uh, the plane, right, diverted to Gatwick. And uh, she was arrested at the North Terminal and taken to Crawley Police Station. Spokesman has said she was swearing blue murder, saying she was going to do this and that and the other. So the flight was diverted to Gatwick. That spokesman, evidently a 100-year-old man. What a shit witness. (laughs) Yeah. This, that and the other. Yeah. Terrible. Give me some actual quotes. Also, what softcock fucking pilot diverts a plane because a Scottish person is drunk and swearing? Come on. Yeah, I know. You can't divert all flights for that reason. None of them would get to Scotland. Why would they even have airports if they're all just going to get moved somewhere else and then put on a bus later? Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't leave Scotland. Plus, Gatwick, not far from Edinburgh. Well, that's not much further. You got her in zip ties. Yeah. Just do the job. Yeah. I think they genuinely need to make a point. But this, I read a few quotes from people about this incident, just chiming in, witnesses, that sort of thing. Like neighbours of antisocial little bomb makers. When you get interviewed for the telly, try to be better. Or just try to be interesting or something. If you see the word neighbour, that's got to be the worst title across the bottom of a screen on the news. When I see that, I fucking sit up. <laughs> obvious is about to be stated by a fucking idiot. It's just amazing the shit they say. Oh, it all happened so fast, did it? It was a gun and a bullet, you fuckhead. Of course it did. <laughs> that's basic physics, you dipshit. Yeah. They, 
I must say, yeah, Australia and the UK do let us down when it comes to eyewitness. The Yanks, I oh, know you're not a fan, Heggy. I'm a fan. But Americans fucking rule when it comes to here's an eyewitness. I they, know. I, don't, <laughs> I know. To be fair, there's 340 million of them, so the odds of a lunatic are higher, but they, there's something very special about Americans on the news. They're all fucking born TV ready. That's why. The Hollywood dream develops itself in the fetus. Yeah. Like, fuck this. I may not be any good at anything. Yeah. But if I ever get interviewed, I'm going to say something classic. Yeah. And they do. I've watched heaps of it. I love it. The guy getting he's just sitting there eating his McDonald's. Seen that one from a few years ago? The girl <laughs> busted out of the house. She's been kept in for years. Oh, what? In Cle- was that Cleveland or Detroit yeah, or no, something? Yeah, it was Cleveland, yeah. Yeah. I was just sitting there eating a McDonald's. And, uh, you know, this white girl came around to me. That's when I knew something was wrong. <laughs> white girl approaching a black man. I thought something's up here. <laughs> Political. Pretty good. Um, Hold on. Have a, have a listen to this. Here's a clip. Just best eyewitness you've ever seen. Oh, no. Hold on. There's too many. You just type in, I just typed in eyewitness in TV. Oh, man, you'll be there forever. Jesus. Let's hear this bloke. What's he have to say? What happened? Well, I was just driving uh, down uh, Northern Avenue, getting ready to pull into Albertsons, and uh, all of a sudden I was just minding my own business. Bam! Hit me hard right from the back. I was glued to my seat. I was like, Whoa! I could see the car in front of me. I was about to hit him, so I kind of veered off this way. As I veered off this way, the guy who hit me <laughs> veered off that other way, and he hit the curb, flipped over, rolled over, run into the electrical pole. Man, he sounds like the kid from the HBA ad. Yeah. The crocodile ripped me into parts, pieces. <laughs> the head went that way. My legs went that way. I just kept That's hearing great. it. I'm ducking and everything. Dying. In the house, I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's one. Someone that's won the... They're asking somebody, obviously, there's a big lotto jackpot about to go off. You, if you yeah. won all the money, what would you do with it? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Oh, okay. That's not good. <laughs> 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 that's a different answer. <laughs> probably not the answer that we're looking for. Well, the sign says that it's four quarters for an hour, but a quarter only gets you 15 minutes. So if my math is correct... That's not an hour. That's not an hour. Not an but hour. it is. <laughs> and also... <laughs> a quarter to three minutes. And also my mom thinks I'm a baby, so I can't walk to school sometimes. And also she thinks I need, a, need protective gear when I need to ride a bike. You probably do. I think I agree with you. I know how to ride a bike already, even without protective gear. Did you really snatch an 86-year-old woman's purse? She wants to hurt me. And the bitch don't even know me. I hope that they beat her ass. Some of the women in prison beat her ass every day for long as she's in there. Jesus Christ. Mate, this woman looks 350 years old and she stole somebody's purse. That's fucking incredible. Oh, man. It's just the first of the Americans going off. Oh, that's, yeah, they're brilliant for that. Like, there's got to be. Like, there's probably a whole series of eyewitness shows over there. It's some really good stuff. I've, I haven't. Anyway. We're going to look at some more of that, obviously. But um, good montage, the old uh, eyewitnessing. Nice job. Um, so this this woman, she's getting taken off the plane by the filth at Gatwick. Yeah. And the rest of the passengers, they decided to sing her off the plane. Oh. And what do you reckon 
they were singing. I know exactly <laughs> what they were singing. And this, again, the Scots, got to give them credit for this. They may not be great eyewitnesses. They may be boring on the news, but fuck me, they know how to heckle. This is what oh. they sang to the one-legged woman as she was escorted off the plane. Oh. You turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Oh, yes. Pretty good. The hokey man. pokey. Yes. How good. That's what you get because they, they're so bored at soccer every fucking week that uh, they are very good when it comes to a team sing-along. Oh, great at that. Like, you can't fault them, like you say. The uh, the Brits in general are pretty good at a heckle and a sledge. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's actually it's a hokey cokey. Is what they say over there, comically. What? Uh, that's the original, in fact. In the USA, they call it hokey pokey, and we know it as a hokey pokey because we took America's lead, despite being colonised by the fucking motherland. What do you reckon they call it in New Zealand? Hokey cokey. Nah, hokey toki, because toki. Yeah, toki with a T, because hokey pokey was already taken by a style of ice cream. So cute, aren't they? Ah. Oh. Wow. Um, oh, I see the lines have been drawn. The Hokey Cokey is the UK, Ireland, and Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, the Hokey Pokey, South Africa, US, Canada, Australia, and Israel. Yeah. The Alliance. Wow. The Allies. Yeah, that should be something for some sporting contest. Split down Hokey Cokey, Hokey Pokey lines. Yeah. <laughs> Flights ended up arriving three hours late to Edinburgh. And, uh, as a parting shot, how's this for a great byline? This is how journalism should work for the novices thinking about getting into the fucking game. Here is the subtitle under one of the articles I read. Scott's holidaymakers were left hopping mad after being diverted to London because a drunk passenger attacked the cabin crew with her prosthetic leg. There you go. That's how you write a fucking tabloid. That brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Heggy, what do you got coming up, mate? Man, not a lot, but... I forgot to mention to you earlier, I sent you down a package. Don't know if you got it. I certainly did. Did you just? Fort Jocks. On the market as we speak. Uh, do you want to explain? Maybe there's some new listeners that don't know what Fort Jocks are about. Uh, Fort Jocks, it's a uh, beach security device to get you through the summer. And uh, it's a pair of undies, right? And they've got a little pocket on the front for your keys. Yeah. And that little dick pocket that like old men's undies used to have to put your wallet and your phone in. Yeah. Turn them inside out. Already got a skid mark screen printed on them for your safety. So, so, and your the logic here is that people won't look in if they see a skid mark. Absolutely. What I do like about this skid mark, you, when I opened the box, I said, hot diggity, Heggy's finally made it happen. Dreams do come true. Yes. Fort Jocks is a real product. I was so excited to flip it inside out to see a solid brown skid mark, but fuck me, you've thrown bits of red in there. Yeah. I think I saw some green maybe. It's a little bit green. Um, yeah, just just because from a distance you might not recognise it. Just a brown. It's it's the it's been in the lab for months. Yeah, this, and we've um we've done it. It's, it's fellow comedian David Schmidt from Sydney and myself. It's our project, and uh, we're looking to get some publicity as we speak. But if you pop out at fortjocks.com, they're available. Fort Jocks on the inside of the box. I love this, Higgy. You've really it's um hot cooter nights. This particular skid mark design is based on a night out in Bali, which technically began before midday at the poolside villa 
with a couple of dozen tepid bintangs and a Nazi goring prepared with unwashed hands and a simmering resentment toward the Commonwealth of Australia. That's how it kicks off. It's yeah. a beautiful uh, backstory <laughs> for Fort Jocks. Yes. I just want to explain how that skid mark came about, basically. And also, I love uh, Fort Jocks on a winning streak since 2020. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh, they are a beautiful, um, yeah, it's a beautiful bit of equipment. Keep your shit safe at the beach. Fort Jocks, J O C K S dot com. Yep. Jump in. Love to shift some units. I've got uh, 500 pair sitting in my lounge room, and the family would like to not have 500 pair of Fort Jocks in my lounge room. We'll see. You know what you should do? You should fucking stack them up in front of the Falcon and say, hey, kids, if you want <laughs> get you want to watch a bit of fucking Bluey anytime soon, you better start shifting units. <laughs> yeah, what, what do you got on? Uh, my dad bod tour that was meant to happen last year and then old mate coronavirus fucked it. Mm. it uh, it's going to be back. It's back on in 2021. NickCody.com.au. Uh, bunch of dates should be on sale now. Nice. Good on you, mate. All right. Well, I'll see you next week. Thanks again for all the Patreon subscribers. Thanks again for everybody listening. If you enjoy it, chuck us a bloody like and a subscribe and whatever the fuck. Leave us a review. That seems to help, peeps. We do appreciate it. Thanks for all the messages. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.